11 minutes after 6, welcome to Famous Fresh Fridays. Our guest this morning, Chris Bandalenkosi. He walks with God <laughs> and a congregation of God, Maroleng, has a portfolio as colorful as a rainbow. Born of a South African father and a Zimbabwean mother from a family of six, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, six boys. Ran by a teacher mother and an Anglican church vicar for a father. The former academic and Institute for Security Studies researcher later became a TV anchor at ENCA's Africa Division, followed by MTN's group executive of corporate affairs. Someone describes him as that guy you find at work and leave at work. (laughs) Yes. Now here's the challenge of running the country's largest media outfit and trying to manage us. <laughs> Please make some noise for Chris Maroling. <sighs> Hello, boss man. G'day, fresh. You used to listen to me on breakfast at YFM about yeah. 13 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At what stage of your career were you then? 13 years ago, I must have been at the Institute for Security Studies, I yes. think. Yeah, I was a senior researcher at the time sure. doing analysis yes. and research on. Issues related to security in Africa. So that's when I was listening. It yes. was awesome times. No, thank you very much. <laughs> still a, I'm still a big fan, by the way. I was going right? to say, hopefully you're yeah. still listening. Yeah, so I've, I've got that, that kind of, you know, when you see someone you, you look up to, yes, someone sir. you admire, it's a, I'm, I'm having those feelings right now. Uh, can mm. we discuss a race <laughs> next week? As he leaves the studio. <laughs> <laughs> now, lo- looking back at the work you did back then, yeah, yeah. what's some of the more memorable work you did? at the Institute for Security Studies? Wow, I, I remember doing analysis on issues related to peace and security in Southern Africa. At the time, yes. Zimbabwe itself was a big issue. Yes. Um, I think the land re- redistribution program, it just happened. Mm. The economy there was, was going down sure. and there was a lot of pressure and negative sentiment against the land reform. So mm. I was fortunate enough to be able to do research go into Zimbabwe and uh, do analysis and, and publish those findings. Yes. So it was good times, uh, yes. exciting times. It opened up my eyes to uh, some of the challenges that we face uh, related to governance yes. in Africa and, and stuff like that. We, we lost Morgan Tsvangirai, unfortunately, two yeah. days ago. And Sad. should he have compromised when he was robbed during the <laughs> election? You know what? It, it, it's 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 from a strategic perspective. You think that maybe he could have made more of yes. the opportunity, but you know, uh, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yes, yes. I think he was faced with a number of choices: standing firm and articulating a strong sentiment against democracy, or actually saying, "Look, yeah. um, this election was stolen. I won. I won, but we can share." Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a painful one, and it's it's easy um, for us uh, after the fact to to be very critical but uh, what remains is that he was a very strong leader yes and contributed immensely to um, uh, democracy in Zimbabwe sure now let's go back to uh, day one where, <laughs> where were you born where were you raised uh, in, in, in Bulawayo my parents were still in exile sure um, I went to school there and then shortly afterwards my my parents uh, uh, moved to the United Kingdom. Yes. I grew up in a small little village uh, in the south of England yes. called uh, Portland. Sure. 
And in Portland, uh, yeah, I grew up as, <laughs> I think, one of the only black kids in that village. Well, my dad was an Anglican priest. Yes, yes, yes. And, and doing his, his Anglican stuff. So it, it was an interesting upbringing. I, I, love, I love the time there. Um, Portland, at the time, was uh, a major naval base. Mm. And I think that's where my sort of love for all things military sure. and strategic studies came about. And as a result... I, I think later on, I, I got, you know, hooked sure. into the, the Institute for Security Studies. So is it true then that as management, you ought to read War and Peace? You've got to read War and Peace, <laughs> the longest book. <laughs> well, you know, I, I can't claim to be one of the guys who um, have read it. Because yes. It's a huge volume. I think sure. it's in two parts, but it's massive. I'll buy it for you for Christmas. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but so- socks are cool. Socks but are cool. obviously you need to declare it. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give policy. Yeah. 16, I, yes? <laughs> no, 16 minutes after six, we're hanging out with COO at the SABC, Chris Maroling. Metro FM is where you're at. Welcome to Famous Fresh Fridays. Drizzy Drake on Metro FM. God's plan hanging out with SABC COO, uh, recently started at work, Chris Maroling. He's still got that new boss smell about him. <laughs> so uh, we love the, the new boss it's smell. It's the deal. It's the deal. Every time you start a new gig, yep. do you still walk in the excited about what the possibilities are, what the prospects are? I am. I, and, 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 and the reason, Fresh, is that uh, I've been fortunate enough not to have jobs. Yes. But to do work that is, is, is fulfilling to mm-hmm. me in a number of ways. And there's been a common thread in, in the kind of work that I've done um, at, at the ISS. It was about Africa at ENCA. It was about Africa at SABC. It's about Africa. It's about mm-hmm. communications. Sure. It's about sharing information. So mm-hmm. it never feels like work. Sure. So, yeah, when I step in, um, I'm pumped. I'm going to need you to be brutally honest yes, in answering this next question. <laughs> Before you came to the SABC, yeah. looking at the SABC from outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. what were your views of the SABC? Mm. Yeah, it, it wasn't good, hey? Yeah. Um, you, I, I, I had the sense that I was going to a broken place, a sure. place that had uh, gone through a very traumatic experience, uh, mainly due to issues around leadership, yes. mainly due to issues around corruption, and a failure to to have the SABC being run and governed effectively. Mm. So when I arrived here, I was pleasantly surprised. There were walls were still up. People were coming to work. Yes. Um, and the, the reality is it's because of guys like you and the team here um, that the SABC has been able to stay up and keep running. Mm. And uh, I, I quickly began to understand that it was important that we made the distinction between the challenges that mainly came from the top of the business and yes. those who were affected by some of those decisions made by, by leadership. And mm. uh, I quickly committed to myself that I wasn't going to be that guy. Sure. Yeah. In, in fact, our managers, um, both here and at 5FM when I was still there, yeah. always said that our role is to protect you from all the politics. There you mm. go. So you carry on with what you do. Yeah. Don't even blink. Don't yeah. look left. Don't look right. Yeah, yeah. Focus on what your, your, your work it. is. And, and, and I think that's what the role <laughs> of management is. 
Yeah, look, I, I think that there's a broader issue, which yes. is what is the role of a public broadcaster? Sure. And that is to really present news and information to people without favor mm. uh, from as, as, as far as we can in a very balanced perspective. Sure. And I think uh, we, we as, as the SABC have a particularly important role as mm. the largest uh, broadcast media player in the country. Uh, to ensure our independence and to ensure that we're presenting credible yes. and informed content to mm. our people. So, two questions. You walk in the first day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that thing, that one thing that came into your mind when you opened the door at the office yeah. and that you said, that's one thing that I'm going to make sure that it changed. It, it, it's, it's changed. Uh, emphasis on that thing. And then to how would you like, especially the staff and yeah. everyone that walks past you, works with you, yeah. how would you like them to treat you? Because, you know, as a boss, mm. you not not everyone is genuine or people are scared yeah, of you yeah. or they have their own perceived notion of the yeah. person that you are they <laughs> they like oh I'm, I'm, maybe i'm a smile when i'm not supposed to smile you yeah. know so how would you should like, we kiss your ass sir you know yes. i i would pre- <laughs> prefer as i walk down the corridors that you play that king of zamunda track ah! from coming to america <laughs> with the rose petals <laughs> and you know the dancers you know how it was exactly like <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I could do that, <laughs> but no. Look, the, I, you know, I've been I, the the SAB is, is very bureaucratic and very formal, mm. and everyone calls me sir, and I still look around and like, I, you know, they're referring to me. Just call me Chris, and yeah. I think we should we, we should treat each other as as colleagues mm. first of all. Mm. And to answer the question, what was the one thing that I was shocked about when I walked in? Was the office? Mm. My goodness, oh. it, it's massive. So I came from an organization where we had like open plans mm. and I had a desk and, uh, and whatever. Mm. And I step into this office and it's like, you know, I started having delusions of grandeur. Mm. You know, I really felt like the king of Zamunda. <laughs> no, 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 the office is bigger than most small houses. <laughs> wow. It is. It's a big office. But I, I think what, what, what it also made me realize is that there, there, there's lots of work to be done in the SABC around perceptions of what management is mm. and what leadership is about and i i think you know so one of the things that i want to do is is, is is commit to you guys that mm. we we've got to you know uh minimize that gap between us on the 27th 28th floor of mm. this building mm. and the people who are actually doing work in this place and mm. and, and that's that's what the, the kind of stuff that i want to change nice. 29 minutes after six famous fresh fridays on metro fm we are welcoming our coo chris maroleng if you have any questions comments the hashtag is fresh breakfast a lot of you saying we're going to get boxing and rugby back at the sabc uh chris will give you a moment to make some calls and then get back to us <laughs> Uh, did you notice how, because the boss man is in the building, mm. Paul walked right through those difficult names? Absolutely. Like a walk in the park. I mean. It was like a poppy field. Morga. Uh, uh, Chris, we need you in here all the time. Because <laughs> some of those massive names generally are struggle. On point, But they Paul. are a struggle. <laughs> but the always. boss is here and you're rocking mm-hmm. there. Maybe I should be sick more often. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good comeback. Because that one too. <laughs> We're hanging out with SABC COO, Chris this is famous Fresh Fridays. Straight after this, we talk love and family.
Java DJ Maporisa Ngempela on Metro FM is where you're at. 6.38, Fresh Biz with Sam K. Mshongo is coming up in a second. Our famous Fresh Friday's guest is SABC COO Chris Maroling. Chris. Bas. You're raised in the church. Yes, sir. And then one fateful morning at church, <laughs> uh, you see this young lady <laughs> and you take her tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the church service. Mm-hmm. Now you're married with three daughters. It's amazing what happens at church, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's, she, she's actually listening and, and, and she said, I should say, word up to you fresh. And yeah. Love of my life. Hello, Mrs. Maroling. Um, and we've been together now for, what is it, almost 14 years yes. now. Wow. W- was the tea yeah. your pickup line? Yeah, you know, I, I kind of, it was actually the scone, you know. Ah, <laughs> yes. Would you like a biscuit? What's <laughs> tea without buns? You know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, she, she, she's, she's, she's been there, stood by me. Uh, sure. we, we have three beautiful daughters now. And, um, you know, we've had this enduring love relationship. Yes. Yeah. What was it about her? Look, I think, you know, at the time, she, she was actually a server at church, yes. you know, and um, she was beautiful. Sure. And when I first saw her, I just thought, damn, Look son. at God. I look <laughs> at <laughs> I had that thought. I had that thought. And um, I, I just decided at that point, fresh, that, look, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's worth taking the risk yes. and stepping up. And, you know, the first time I said hi to her, she kind of, like, ignored me. Yes. She was like, hmm. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay. Another one. <laughs> Another <laughs> one. <laughs> but, yeah, no, um, it's, it's been great. Being now, you're from a family of six boys. That's right. You have three girls. Yeah. What has being in a family of six boys mm-hmm. not taught you about being in a family of four women? You're like a thorn amongst four roses. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it, it, I, I've, I've had to learn to be gentler. Yes. You know. You can't uh, just wrestle them no, onto the ground. No, wait, what's up, guy? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you learn to be gentler. You, you, you learn uh, to be a bit more understanding. Yeah. But also at the same time, what I, what I find with my girls is that we, we don't want to raise, you know, our girls as, you know, these stereotypical, yes. soft, delicate things. As in this is yeah, you know, yes. but, but what, the, the way they are and the way we're trying to raise them, because sure. their mom is an engineer sure. at, at, at Nissan sure. in a predominantly male environment. What car do you would, drive? <laughs> 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 yeah, you just had to, are we allowed to advertise fresh? <laughs> it's not a Nissan. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Um, we, we were trying to raise our girls, not stereotypically women. Yes. Know, give them the opportunities that yeah, they Your want. only role is yeah. to bear children. Mm. Everything else is up to you. It's up to, yes. Exactly. And um, so there, there, there are always these contradictions, you know, growing up in a, in a male household and now with the girls that you keep on having to remind yourself. It's not the easiest thing yeah. but you keep on having to remind yourself that it's not the stereotype because as mm. boys I'm a hammer and everything is a nail there you go you know? <laughs> <laughs> really pray <laughs> speak for yourself and then, you know, that's how we approach a lot of things but with girls it's different it's mm. very different it's very different what are your hopes for your daughters you know I hope that they can grow up in an amazing country yeah. where uh, they are, that is filled with opportunity sure. where simply because of their gender uh, they are not discriminated against uh, mm. because of their ethnicity, their color, whatever it is, sure. that they do not have to go through some of the difficulty that you 
and I mm. and kind of our generation had to go through fresh. Sure. Um, I also hope that we, we we lay an awesome foundation for them so that they can ultimately live their dreams and uh, pursue their interests as best as they can. 642 Metro FM is where you're at. Chris Maroling, SABC COO, hanging out with us on Famous Fresh Fridays. Right now, time for Fresh Biz. Good morning, Samke. How are you doing? Good morning, Fresh and the team. Good yourself. We're good. What's happening with Fresh Biz this morning? Keeping it short. Thank you, Samke. We'll see you again on Monday. 643, the Comedy Minute on Metro FM. This is D. Ray Davis. DJ Shega featuring Lady Zamar, Criminal. 6.50, Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. We're hanging out with SABC COO. Recently started the gig. It's a new gig. Chris Maroling is in the building. Uh, you might know him from the work he did at uh, the Institute for Security Studies, maybe at MTN as Group Executive of Corporate Affairs, or maybe even at ENCA, where he broke the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is still you versus us. It but is but can't you understand that we have out of perspective, it's a, it's a real fact. Do you care about the starving millions of African people in this country? I care Do you more care f- about the farm workers who are being oppressed in this country? Do you care no, no, about no, the don't, don't, don't interrupt, interrupt me. I'll finish. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Where is this? Bye. Okay. And you won't dare... Mr. Vasaki, you won't dare interrupt me once Thank more. Thank you, this man. Thank you very much. Touch me, and you'll be in trouble. Touch me on my studio. You touched me. Touch me on my you studio. Touch me on my studio. You touched me. And take away his arm. Touch me on my studio. Take away his arm from me. Touch me on my studio. Touch me on my studio. I touch you on your studio. Touch me on my studio. I touch you on your studio. You don't do that. Don't don't touch him. I am not finished with you. Mr. Fasahi, stop threatening this woman, Mr. Fasahi. I'm telling you, stop it now. Would you stop it now, Mr. Fasahi? Fasahi on the floor. Uh, I thought there was going to be no touching on my studio, Fred. <laughs> no, we need to put all of you into perspective. Yes. Yeah. You broke the internet mm-hmm. on that night. In yeah. fact... <laughs> you even inspired a range of t-shirts that mm-hmm. I created called Don't Touch Me on My DJ Box. Yeah. So, so, so you, sir, are legendary. Do I get uh, a share of the royalties mm. on the, the, the touching? Uh, they were not for sale. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mr. Vesaki, uh, do you yeah. guys keep in touch? Are you friends? No, not at all. <laughs> hey. keep in touch? <laughs> no, not at all. I, I think it, th- that was a very difficult moment i mm. think in my career yes and i've only recently found it funny yes and 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 i think it was because so, so it's been a sore point all this time it has been Why? Wow. and i think even for you know i i'm not speaking on her behalf but for for uh yes. uh, the, the, the lady who was on our show because i think it it, it just sort of brought up those issues around uh, entitlement, yes. around privilege, mm-hmm. around the, the relations, race relations yes. in our country. And, and, and how white folks still see a lot of us. In, in, in that, in that yes. fashion. And, yes. and being exposed to that mm. really brought up a lot of emotions on yeah. my part. And I think, you know, we as South Africans tend to deal with difficult situations in humor. Yes. 
but the reality it wasn't funny when it was happening sure and it brought about a lot of um uh, unresolved mm. issues coming from a family also mm. that was in the struggle mm. sure. that wasn't in this country because mm. of people like mr Vasahi. sure um so yeah it was it, it, it was a tough it mm. was one of those tough yeah. things but hey did you think it would break the internet the way no. it did? I, I was hoping it wasn't going to get onto the <laughs> but, but when it did, mm. and all the memes started coming up, and yes. the songs and stuff, I actually began to realize the power of the internet. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And um, how we can use it for good, sure. mm. and sometimes for not so good. Exactly. <laughs> and there's also the, the, the expectation that, especially if you are an anchor yeah. doing a news bulletin, yeah. the the person yeah. and their feelings should not even feature in that mm. but there, there are go. things that will push you to being human you know? rather than being just a journalist yeah you know the, the, the immediate reaction is that I wanted to to deck this guy I wanted yes. to punch him what mm. stopped you self-control or did you and think, or did you think <laughs> what, did, what would dad do mm. you know what I, if, if it was dad he was probably going to be on the floor yes. okay <laughs> But I, I, I was thinking, okay, yeah, um, I'm at work. Um, Cameras are rolling. I'm, I'm expected yeah. to be professional. Mm. And, you know, I've got to rise above, you yes. know, my emotions, take sure. myself out of it. So all of those things were going mm. through my mind. Yeah. But it was not an, e- an easy decision. And you're right. Yeah. We, we, we are not these... Uh, Depersonalized mm. people without emotions. Absolutely. So very often we we have to to deal with that. Mm. What was the biggest lesson for you, especially from a journalistic or an anchor point of view, mm. after that? Well, I think one of the things is always expect the unexpected. Mm. Mm. You know, we are taught when we are in studio that we are in control. Yeah, we ask the questions. Mm-hmm. And we are in charge. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange what happens when that turns around on you. And when and you're live, you're live. Actually, and, you're, and, and someone says to you, well, you're not in charge. You're yes. not the boss of me. Yeah. I have an opinion. So. And um, ultimately, yeah, I think you, you, you always expect the unexpected. Mm. You're not always in control. Mm. Yeah. You had another question earlier on? Oh, I had another question. Yes. Um, when it comes to being in management mm-hmm. and, you know, you come from... Um, a place where you've been on the other side, you've yeah. been yeah. a presenter, you've mm. been, you know, does that help in terms of you now managing people, especially from a broadcast per, uh, perspective? It does, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Because, you know, as broadcasters, as mm. the guys who are on the front line, uh, we have aspirations around how we want editorially our shows to be, yes. how we want the content on our program to reflect our own personal taste and the taste of our audiences. Mm. But often that is not necessarily aligned with uh, business decisions related to scheduling, related to how the business sees its content generation and content management. But having been in the forefront like you you know yeah, yeah I, I think I relate a little bit more and have more empathy for so, uh, what you're trying to achieve than so, maybe other managers so be- because you've been <laughs> a mere minion like us we're yeah. safe yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> minions you know what and, and here, here's the thing Fresh yes. you, you guys aren't the minions yeah you are actually the engine sure. that drives Mm. Broadcast media for SABC. Sure. We are the minions because we are supposed to be servicing you. Sure. And what I was trying to say to Sumizi earlier on was that actually we've got to flip the script mm. here at the SABC because for far too long you have been treated like 
minions mm. and that's a problem for me mm. yeah. so we can occupy your office yeah, yeah. well um, and then you can fresh you can work from down here fresh i like my office okay <laughs> <laughs> i complain about its size it doesn't mean i don't like it <laughs> still <laughs> 658 metro fm is where you're at famous fresh fridays with coo at the sabc chris maroling we'll take all of your questions all of your concerns after the news at seven